In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. Join me, Dr. Karen Kambule, as we pursue the Word, the Lord Jesus, searching scriptures to find solutions to life's issues. Welcome to Word Anchor Podcast. Download and share with your friends and your family. Stay blessed. Greetings and welcome to another episode of Wet Anchor Podcast. The title of this episode is, There is Only One Way to God. Allow me to begin by stating the obvious. Every human being has a choice in life, a will, an ability to decide. That is unless you are physically and mentally incapacitated. So basically, you are able to take decisions and make choices. You choose who to love and you choose who to support or neglect. You choose who should be president or even mayor. You choose who to marry. God has given us a free will. In that free will, God has given us also the ability to choose him or the devil. The first man on this earth chose to obey the devil instead of God. That was the beginning of trouble for all humanity. Now God seeks us to obey him and him only. However, he will not force you to obey him. Now this episode tackles a very thorny issue especially in African countries, among the black race especially. It is the issue of ancestral worship. African religion, the one that recognizes and reverences ancestors, is based on the belief that the dead are able to communicate with the living and with God. So they believe that they can ask the ancestors to ask God on their behalf for certain things that they desire. There's a television program in South Africa where people seek their long-lost family members. And most of the time, it is the fathers whom they have not met or lost contact with for a long time. Of course, there are wayward mothers as well. However, on the father's side, a lot of those people will say that they seek their father because they must come and do some rituals for them to appease their ancestors from their father's side. They will say things like, my life is a mess, things are not going well. So they seek their father or their father's family so that they can do a ritual to appease the ancestors. Seems like some of the ancestors are very grumpy or very angry. They believe that once they talk to their ancestors and appease them, then their life will become better. Their belief is that the things that go wrong in their lives are because their ancestors are not happy. They are not recognized and therefore they must be appeased. They will then go to the grave and talk to the dead, telling them all their problems and asking them to help them. Now, this is based on the belief that the dead have some active connection with the living and they are able to cause things to work out for good or for bad. Some people will only worship ancestors without linking them to God of the Bible. And some will believe that the ancestors will take their message to God of the Bible so that they will see a positive change in their lives. Now, those that worship ancestors exclusively are not necessarily the target for this message, simply because their belief has nothing to do with God. This message is about the mixing of religions, worshipping ancestors and God of the Bible. So those that worship ancestors and God of the Bible, or some will say they recognize their ancestors, but they worship only God. Both views are contrary to the word of God. The first one, where one worships ancestors and believes the ancestors communicate with God, is contrary to the word of God that says, Jesus Christ said in the book of um, John chapter 14 verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. 
So your ancestors can be communicating with God when Jesus Christ says you cannot go to the Father except through him. This is the word of God. The only way to the Father is through the Son. This is a clear scripture. There is only one way to the Father. It is through Jesus Christ, his Son. You don't talk to the ancestors for them to talk to God. You are to speak to God through Jesus Christ. You approach the Father in the name of the Son, not your dearly departed grandmother or grandfather. Some may argue that Christians worship God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That is very true. We worship the God of Abraham, not Abraham who is dead and buried. Praise the Lord. Picture this. When you want something in a company and you are told, ask approval from the chairperson through the CEO of the company, you cannot then depend on the cleaner or the administrator or the manager if the door to the chairperson has been opened through the CEO. The administrator has not been given authority. Authority rests with the CEO. Why would you want to go to the lesser one when you can go to the one in charge? Now, this matter is much more important than the CEO example. Why? Because it determines your future state after death. Anything that you worship is a God to you. Anything that you show reverence to is a God. And the Bible has stated very clearly that you shall not have no other gods before me. That is the Father speaking. Exodus chapter 20 verse 3. Now, God has already stated There are no other gods. There are no other divine beings except God the Father. And in the New Testament, God the Son is revealed. The Bible tells us that there is only one who is divine, God. And he says you shall have no other God but him. You shall worship no other being, dead or alive, except God. Then some will say, but Jesus Christ is an ancestor also. Truth is, Jesus died and was buried and he rose again, praise the Lord. He conquered death by rising from the grave. He was seen in his glorified body, but a physical body. He ate with them. They could touch him. He joined those men that were on the road of Emmaus. His body was then a supernatural body, so he could even go through locked doors and sit and dine with them. For 40 days after his resurrection, they saw him alive with a body. Those that did not believe like Thomas, they could touch even his hands and see where the nails went through the palm of his hands. He no longer walked as they did. He moved supernaturally. He was here now and there the next time. That was Jesus, whom we would call our ancestor, but he is actually alive. So you cannot even equate Jesus Christ who came out of the grave and went to heaven in a body that you could see and touch. So we worship the one who is now living, not dead. Our ancestors are dead, not living. They don't have a body. Yes, I said our ancestors. I also have ancestors. I lost my last matriarch in the family last year. My grandmother from my mother's side. Her body is in the grave. I don't go to her grave to talk to her. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 5 says, For the living know that they will die, but the dead know nothing, and they have no more reward. For the memory of them is forgotten. So my grandmother knows nothing. She can't help me with anything or even nothing. She can't do anything for me right now. I don't need to go talk to her. She cannot hear me. She cannot speak back. I cannot go there and tell her, my grandmother, I am troubled. My husband is doing this. My children are doing that. I can't do that. She does not hear me. It is just a body that is rotting in the grave. Yes, I know her. She was my grandmother. 
And also when she was alive, she believed in God of the Bible. She talked to me about God of the Bible. I emphasize this thing of God of the Bible in this episode because some people say they worship God, but not this God of the Bible. I believed the God of the Bible whom my grandmother spoke about. So if I speak about the God of my ancestor, my grandmother, and my grandfather, I speak about God of the Bible. I don't speak to my grandmother who is dead about God. I don't ask her to talk to God on my behalf. I believe the God of the Bible whom she believes. So it's the same. This is the God of Abraham. We don't pray to Abraham, but to God whom Abraham believed. Abraham is dead and buried, just as my grandmother is dead and buried. Why would I speak to the living among the dead? Jesus is alive. I speak to the living and risen Christ. Praise the Lord. Jesus is the only way to the Father, children of God. We must not make that mistake of thinking that since this is called African religion and we are African and therefore it is ours. We are children of the Most High God, whether we are black or white, whether we are Jewish or not. Jesus is the only way to the Father. The second part of this matter is that those that say they speak to their dead as a form of acknowledgement, they do not worship the dead. They do not ask the dead to speak to God on their behalf. However, the same verse that I read before still applies. The dead know nothing. There is a difference in talking about your dead grandmother and talking to your dead grandmother. I speak about my grandma, not her. I speak about my grandmother, not to her. She cannot hear me. She cannot talk back to me. I cannot appease her. I cannot make her happy or sad. The last time I spoke to her was 30 minutes before she passed on. My sister and I prayed for her over the phone. 30 minutes later, she was gone. That was the last conversation between me and my grandmother. So if you ask me of my lineage, I can tell you, I am born of my mother and my father. I know their parents. I know their clan. I know their relatives, dead or alive. I can tell you about my grandparents, all of them. I remember the good times we had, but that is all I can do about it. The Bible says, and when they say to you, seek those who are mediums and wizards, who whisper and mutter, should not a people seek their God? Should they seek the dead on behalf of the living? Isaiah chapter 8 verse 19. One of the biggest mistakes that Israel did was to begin to do the things that were done by other nations. They began to look for the dead to respond to issues of people that are alive. Should the people seek their God or are they going to look for gods that are in the grave, dead and buried? Deuteronomy chapter 18 verse 9 to 13 says, When you come into the land which the Lord your God is giving you, you shall not learn to follow the abomination of those nations. There shall not be found among you anyone who makes his son or his daughter pass through the fire or one who practices witchcraft or a soothsayer or a one who interprets omen or a sorcerer or one who conjures spells or a medium or a spiritist or one who calls up the dead. For all who do these things are an abomination to the Lord and because of this abomination, the Lord your God drives them out from before you. You shall be blameless before the Lord, your God. You cannot hold up the Bible and say you believe in the God who is revealed in it. And then you go on and willfully disobey his word like that. He says those that are calling up the dead are doing a thing that is an abomination to the Lord. Abomination is a very strong word, a very strong word that you shouldn't take chances with. It is an abomination before the Father. It is a disgrace. It is a scandal. 
he dislikes it. Because you see, he is the God of all knowledge. Whatever you desire to know, he is able to tell you. He is able to reveal things to you. There are sins that God tolerates and forgives. But you cannot worship another God and expect the God of the Bible to accept you. God expects you to come to him only for your needs, not any other spiritual medium. He requires you not to consult a medium that speaks to the dead on behalf of the living. Some people expect the dead who died poor to open doors for them so that they can be rich. The dead know nothing. It has become like a fashion these days for people to say, now I want to go and uh, practice and become a spiritist or a medium or whatever. It has become fashionable. And people have made it look like actually it is right for you to go and talk to the dead and go and read the Bible and go pray. It is okay. Some people will even raise the issue of Samuel's spirit being raised from the dead by a medium when Saul consulted her. Here is the thing. King Saul was a sinner already. His act was in disobedience to God. The fact that it is written in the Bible does not make it correct to be followed. The very medium was distressed when she found out it was King Saul before her. Why? Because Saul had already instructed the nation not to consult mediums in accordance to the law of God. In essence, King Saul disobeyed God and his very own instruction. So should we commit adultery because David committed it? No ways. It was wrong when it was done by David. Similarly, it was wrong when Saul went to that medium and called up the spirits of Samuel. Saul was wrong to do that and he died immediately after that. Now you must then ask, why do these spirits reveal the truth? Spiritists have access to the spiritual realm, children of God. And in that realm, they see things, some true and some are deception. The fact that they tell you the truth does not make that right before God. You see, God is the one that should tell you the truth. Jesus Christ is the way and the truth and the life. So if you need any truth, it is better for you. It is actually correct and it is required of you to ask Jesus. He will tell you the truth. In fact, the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, is called the Spirit of Truth. Had Saul consulted a true prophet of God, God might have told him the truth, that he was not going to win the battle and he was going to die, because his time to die had come. It is the source of the information that is a determining factor of whether it is wrong or right, not the truthfulness of the information. So a medium can tell you the truth. It doesn't matter. What's important is, it is wrong for you to get the truth from the medium. God is the right source of everything that you need. This issue is a challenge to those who are held up by the shackles of ancestral worship. They go to mediums who tell them true things and claim it is through the ancestors. And then a person will rejoice in hearing what is true through a wrong source. Of course, we love our beloved who have departed. We miss them. We wish that they could talk to us. But death, if it has happened, it has closed your access to them. Anything else that comes is not of God. And if it is not of God, it is not pleasing to him. God said it is an abomination before him to do that. You remember King Ahaziah? He made that mistake as well of inquiring from other gods. In 2 Kings chapter 1, verse 3 to 4, it says, But the angel of the Lord said to Elijah the Tishbite, Arise, go up to meet the messengers of the king of Samaria, and say to them, Is it because there is no God in Israel that you are going to inquire of Baal-zebub, the god of Ekron? Now therefore, thus says the Lord, you shall not come down from the bed 
to which you have gone up, but you shall surely die. This king wanted to know if he was going to die or live. And God spoke through the prophet and told him that he was going to die. Contrast this with the king Hezekiah. When he was told by the true prophet of God that he was going to die, he went directly to God and God had mercy on him and gave him 15 more years. We serve a merciful God who is ready to hear your case. It is not the absence of revelation, beloved, but the willingness to find it from God that is troubling people. People want answers and they are ready to receive answers from anyone that seems to be touching the realm of the spirit. Lastly, the story of Lazarus and the rich man in the New Testament, it should give us certainty on the matter of communicating with the dead for our dispensation. In Luke chapter 16, verse 19 to 31, it tells a story of a poor man, Lazarus, and a rich man. They both died and then Lazarus was carried to Abraham's bosom. The rich man was in Hades, tormented. And the rich man asked Abraham to send Lazarus to dip the tip of his fingers in water so that he can cool his tongue. So he enjoyed life on earth, but after death, he was no longer enjoying. He was down in Hades. Abraham responded, And besides all this, between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed, so that those who want to pass from here to you cannot, nor can those from there pass to us. So Abraham said to this man, I cannot send Lazarus to you. So between heaven and Hades, you cannot move in between those two spaces. So the poor man cannot go to help the rich man down there. And the rich man cannot pass from hell to heaven. So it is clear that there is a divide. You cannot move into both spaces. And both are now spirit beings at that point. So there is a divide between those in Hades and those in heaven. So Lazarus cannot come to help you where you are. Remember, they were both dead and they were both buried. And both were experiencing different forms of living. One in torment and one in peace. The rich man then felt sorry for his brothers and asked that Lazarus be sent to his father's house, to those that were alive, so that they can avoid going to the same route that he had gone. And Abraham responded, No, no, we can't even do that. They have Moses. In other words, they must read their Bible. Let them remember to read the law of Moses. The word of God is sufficient to guide them in the right path. So they don't need a dead person to come and tell them. Abraham said, if they can't be persuaded by Moses and the prophets, the written word, then they won't be persuaded even though one rise from the dead. My God, the rich man did not go himself to his father's house, though he wished to convey a message to them. He could not get out of hell into the earth and go and speak to his brothers. The rich man did not go himself to his father's house, though he wished to convey a message to them, not to follow him to the place of torment. So he could not go to where they are in earth. He could not move from Hades, where he was, to earth to go and convey a message. And Abraham said, even the poor man, Lazarus, who is in heaven, sitting in the bosom of Abraham, cannot leave heaven and go down to the earth to go and speak to the brothers of this rich man. In essence, Abraham was saying, for the dead to go to speak to the living, the dead would have to rise first. They have to rise first. Now, how do you go and speak to the dead when they have not risen like Jesus? So this story, though it is a parable or an illustration, gives us a picture of the state of the dead. They cannot move in between spaces. They cannot move from Hades to heaven. 
They cannot move from heaven to earth. They cannot move in between the spaces. Why then do you want to speak to them? Some are in heaven and they're in peace. Some are in Hades and they are being tormented. The ones that are in Hades cannot rise and go give a message to the living. The ones that are in heaven, they don't also go down to the living to give them a message also. As I close, whatever you desire from the chairperson of the board, you have the CEO you must go through. Do not waste your time on those who cannot help you. Do not disobey the instruction of the chairperson by depending on the administrators. Make that choice, children of God. If it is God of the Bible, let it be. Let him be God in your life. Listen to him. Trust him. Speak to him. If it be your ancestors, then let it be. But do not then try to argue to say that those things can be used interchangeably. You see, the God of the Bible is a jealous God. He will not tolerate that. The God of the Bible says you cannot speak to others in my space. No one can take the place of God of the Bible. No one can convey the message to God, the Father, except if you go through his Son. How do you believe the created being that died instead of the Creator who is living? Why are you seeking the living among the dead? Why are you seeking the matters of the living among the dead? Jesus is the only way to the Father. Go through him. He has conquered death and the grave. He has done everything that has to be done for him to take that space on the right hand of the Father and intercede for you and me. Believe in the Lord your God and serve him only, not ancestors. We are not even looking down at them. The love that I have for my grandmother still burns within me. But you see, she cannot hear me. She cannot speak to me. She cannot come and give me a message. She is resting. Let her rest. I need something from God. I have Jesus. I pray to Jesus. The good thing about the salvation and the dispensation of the Son and of the Holy Spirit is that every one of us can go straight to the Father and speak to him. We don't need any other mediator except Jesus Christ who died and rose again. He is alive. He is here. His spirit is here. He is better than any other spirit on earth. Go to Jesus and him only. The Father will hear you. The spirit of God is here. Depend on God only. If God has spoken something, he actually means it. And you and I better listen to it. There is only one way to the Father through the Son Jesus. Shalom. Thank you for listening to the Word Anchor Podcast. To get copies of my books, The Bride of Jesus, Dear Girl Child, Confessions of a Parent, Victorious Youth, and From the Pit to the Palace, go to Amazon.com. You can buy a hard copy or a Kindle edition. Remember to check out the show notes. Connect with me on social media platforms. Give feedback and continue to spread the word. Tune in for the next episode and make the word of God your anchor.